0: That's the intro, man. <laughs> <laughs> to episode 33 of Comical Podcast. I'm your host, Justin Corbett, and with me is... <laughs> 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 What's up, guys? It's Miguel Garza in the house. How you doing? Good. How are you? I'm doing just fine. You're just Miguel today? No other personalities? Oh, no. Everybody's here. Merman's in the house. He's over there taking a crap. Hey, nobody's talking about my shit.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: nobody's talking about your shit. <laughs> they might be talking about his. <laughs> Horse of Please will be in here later today. I think Horse of Please may even show up today. Really? Yeah. How so? I don't know. I heard this is a special segment. <laughs> I know horses leaves in the house. Hmm. Okay. He's probably in the bedroom. And then, of course, uh, we aside from all of Miguel's personalities, we what? have we have my lovely wife.
1: What's up, Heather? Hey. <laughs> hey. hey. Hey, it's horse, please. Hey, what you doing, baby? I'm doing just fine. <laughs> <laughs> you,
0: <Yeah>, baby? Nice.
1: <laughs> I love your hair. Yeah, exactly. Whatever. What the hell? <laughs>
0: Well, let's not waste any time because we've got a lot of material for tonight. And how come I don't know anything of this? You're, you're going to be all right. Uh, uh, Just I, stick with me. You'll be okay. I ain't sticking with you <laughs> nowhere. <laughs> well, first things first, let's talk some comics. Okay. What was your number one and number two pick for the week, Miguel? Number two, I know you dogged me for this one. Original Sin number seven. I'm not dogging you for it. It was a, actually a really good book. It was one of the better books Marvel had this week. Marvel put out a lot of quality material, obviously. They usually do. But Original Sin 7 advanced the story a little bit more of the Original Sin crossover. Yeah, because you know there's seven deadly sins. I'm just saying. <laughs> Which has absolutely nothing <laughs> to do with Original Sin. You look like you little glad I didn't cool. say it had nothing to do with me.
1: <laughs> I
0: just had nothing to do with Original Sin. Imagine yeah, just uh, Nick Fury kicking ass. Nick Fury has the eyeballs of the Watcher. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't think anybody can say that with his
0: truth, please. You said balls. <laughs> And he's he's basically gained all of the Watcher's powers. But, you know, the Watcher was always a third-party observer. He never involved himself in the going-ons of the Marvel Universe. Mm. Nick Fury, however, has always had a hand in pretty much everything that's ever occurred. Now he basically has omnipotence on top of his desire to be involved and control everything. And Original Sin 7 was pretty damn good. He basically knocks the Hulk into the moon. (laughs) (laughs) That was so cool. (laughs) Like it was nothing. He's fighting Thor and he whispers something to him. But you don't know what it is. But whatever it is, somehow turns Thor unworthy. And Thor can't lift Mjolnir anymore, which I guess is what's going to lead into the female Thor that we talked about a couple episodes ago. Probably, yeah. That's creepy. He's like, where's Thor? He's on the moon trying to pick up his hammer. (laughs) And I'm starting to agree with you that it's probably going to be Captain Marvel. I saw another image in the back of that book that was a promotional picture. Of Thor flying with Captain Marvel and you're right she's got the right hairstyle so I kind of believe maybe maybe you're right on that yeah don't forget that uh Nick Fury shuts down Iron Man <laughs> oh yeah he, he knows the access code to tell Iron Man's suit to fly back home <laughs> that was freaking <laughs> funny it's pretty awesome <laughs> Steve's like where are you going hey it's Tony <laughs> <laughs> it was it was a good issue it, it wasn't my favorite book of the week or, or anywhere close I mean all the image books and boom books were better I thought but That's usually just the way it goes. But as far as Marvel goes, it was definitely one of the best. I figured it was up your alley. Watchers are watching. You're a watcher. I'm just saying. (laughs) Am I standing in the closet? (laughs) I'm watching. I'm not in the ball, but I'm watching. Tell anybody, I'll find you and I'll get you. Whoa. (laughs) I like to watch, too. Shut Shut up. (laughs) So that was your number two book, then, huh? Yeah, that was my number two. So what was number one? Number one was Thief of Thieves. I think it was 23, right? Yeah. Oh, man. Damn, I love it simple criminal Redmond and just taking it up I mean we know he did last book but he, like, he picked it up a notch man yeah, we, we haven't all. really talked about thieves yet on the show I don't think no I don't think so uh, I don't think it's ever been in our top two or even the book of the week which is odd it's a really good series uh, basically there's this guy who's the best thief the world has ever known his name is Redmond got a dumbass ass son <laughs> he's got a dumbass son who wants to be a good thief but makes a lot of stupid mistakes and Redmond was forced into pulling a big heist for a really bad guy in order to find out who was responsible for killing his family because he thought his family was dead. It was kind of a Punisher situation. What happened was he pulled off the job. It was, it was really kind of a crazy action scene at the beginning of the issue. Uh, he's fighting. There's, like, cars flying by him. You know, they, they shot down a whole bunch of dudes, and then he finds the guy. Cuts his head off and delivers it to Lola, who's the leader of the the bad guys. The cartel. And then... Uh, they wear a wrestling mask. You realize that, right? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. They a funny. luchador mask, which uh, is pretty cool. Funny. But after that, Redman goes back and talks to his handler, the guy who usually sets up jobs for him. Mm-hmm. And there's a really big twist that happens at the end. I mean, part of it you may see coming, part of it you don't. Uh, there's, there's so many cool things in this book. It's definitely, like you said, different to see him go from being the thief who really cares about his family to being the killer who has no remorse and no regard for anybody else except for himself because he's been pushed to that level. Such a great thief. I mean, he's so calculating. Everything is, you know, it's an order. Everything is perfect. You just He just would be the perfect assassinator. I'm serious. He just it just really, just really appealed to me. And, yeah, I like the twist. Unlike you, I didn't see it coming. I should have saw it coming. <laughs> you sure but, you was? know, I've read so many freaking books, man. I don't know what's coming anymore. <laughs> so I'm not like you. I'm not a watcher. I don't see everything. <laughs> just call me a watcher, man. I'm not, I'm, not three, I'm not three feet tall and bald. But my name's a Watu. You're a creepo. Are you creeping? Just
1: Testa creepin'?
0: Test a creepin'.
1: Test a <laughs> creepin'. Test
0: what? Horse to creepin'? Horse to creepin'? I don't have that Horse in Horse
1: to steppin'? Horse to
0: steppin'? Maybe that. But, <laughs> but No, it's such a great book. I totally love it. Yeah, it's a really good series. You should, Just, it's out in trade for the first 18 issues or so, so you should definitely go out there and, and read it if you haven't yet. Oh, yeah. uh, it's Kirkman's book, so you know it's going to be at least Good enough. I mean, Walking Dead is fantastic, so this was his uh, second book, I think. It's it's really good. Go out there and check it out. What were your top two? Well, for me, number two was Hulk number five. Oh, uh, yeah. If you remember, we talked about Hulk a couple times now. he, Bruce Banner was shot in the head, and they were trying to kill him. In the head! He didn't turn into the Hulk. He was injured. He got brain damage. Just remember to say that he got shot in the back of the head. Yeah, he got shot in the back of the head. It was, it was a precise shot. And it was done for a reason, because people were trying to figure out how to control the Hulk. And basically, whenever he's Banner, he's kind of uh, lacking in the mental fortitude <laughs> at this yeah. point. And when he's Hulk, he's basically as smart as Hulk ever was. In order to save Banner's life, Tony Stark implants Extremis into, into his brain. And what that ends up doing is making Hulk as smart as Banner was. So now you've got Hulk, who is ridiculously smart, maybe even smarter than Banner. He says in this book that... Just like he gets stronger whenever he gets madder, the more time goes by, the smarter he gets. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, he may be the smartest person on the planet right now. Well, you we saw that was... picture where they asked him, well, how's Banner? And you see the Hulk side, you see Banner behind the eye, like, screaming, like, ah! Oh! <laughs> <laughs> he, he refuses to be called Hulk anymore. He wants to be called Dr. Green, which I think was Green. very clever. <laughs> uh, Jerry Dugan is writing this book, this, this particular issue of Hulk. Uh, I'm a big fan of his. I love what he's done with Deadpool over this current run. And I love what he's done with Nova, too. So he's obviously taking a big hand in writing Marvel books right now, and everything he's touched I've really enjoyed. So Good touch, bad touch. Oh, that's definitely a good touch. All right. <laughs> Show us on the Hulk doll where he touched you. <laughs> on the brain. On the brain, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in the brain right there. Whoa. So, he touched his brain stem. <laughs> but Hulk, that's pretty Hulk, sexy. Hulk, Hulk, Hulk is crazy smart, and he's completely fearless. There's one point in the book where he's basically like, we need oh, yeah. some adamantium, so... The easiest place to get it is at the end of the universe in King's trophy room. Let's just go there. <laughs> takes a Ultron. <laughs> he, he, he rips an arm off of Voltron, melts it down, and, and brings the adamantium back. Who does that? That's fucking insane. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> The smart Hulk does that. Yes. Excuse uh, me, Doc Green. Smart, fearless. <laughs> oh, don't forget, yeah. Doc Green does that. Hulk is a slave name now. <laughs> 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 that was the funny joke. Like, That's freaking hilarious. Yeah, <laughs> Jerry Dugan could do no wrong, I feel like. man, I, I really enjoyed Hulk. It was definitely my favorite Marvel book of the week. As for my number one book, it's a new series called Hexed. Uh, it was the first issue that came out. It's from Boom. It's being written by... From who? Boom Studios. Okay. I just like the way you said it. It's from boom. <laughs> boom. <laughs> Have you ever noticed how he says certain words? Like, this is the way he just he's like, from boom. And then on the, on the uh, excuse me, the special bonus pod episode for the people who donated, you said, enjoy. <laughs> really? Who's forced to please now? <laughs> Go ahead. Boom. <laughs> All right. Go ahead and say it. What a dick. So anyhow, yeah. <laughs> it's written by uh, Michael Nelson and drawn by Dan Mora. It's a story of this girl whose name happens to be Lucifer, but she's not the devil incarnate. Uh, she's just a girl who's a thief. I like I the drawing. The, the artwork in the, in the book is amazing. Uh, I've never heard of Dan Mora before, but I'm I really enjoy his grind. artwork. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> so, don't go short? to sleep at night. <laughs> <laughs> Sleeping with the devil. <laughs> <laughs> ah. So anyhow, she's a thief, yes. and she knows dark dark magic. So Yeah, um, she's pretty cool. She specializes in that, and it starts out with her <laughs> in a museum where some other thieves are trying to steal a painting. Uh, but they're all idiots, basically. <laughs> and she takes him out like it's nothing. Yeah, it's funny because she has her apple. She, she has, has an, an apple, apple with a worm in it. shit, I have a worm in my apple. <laughs> she uses some magic and turns the worm into a giant hydra that takes out all the guys like it's nothing. And then she steals the uh, picture for herself. But it's not really the picture she wants, it's the frame. Because the frame is magic mm-hmm. and has the capability of trapping people within it. So, during the robbery... The security guard, who she happens to be kind of friends with, has a heart attack because he saw the crazy magic stuff he wasn't expecting. So in order to save his life, she imprisoned him in the painting
1: <laughs> yeah. and then
0: brought it back to her uh, handler, who might be able to tell her some way to save the guy. Of course, she doesn't really know how, so she has to go and talk to other people that know dark magic. and It's just a really cool book. She's to go of, into the shade. Right, she's got to go into the shade. She, she does some crazy stuff to get there. It's just a really, really cool book. It's, it's a new, new story that just came out, but it's based on another series that existed before that was also called Hexed. Really? Which I didn't know about. I've never huh. read. I'm going to go back and find the trades and pick that up. Nice. This is a really cool story. Yeah, I like the badass guy that comes out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That dude is wow. You should definitely go and pick this one up. It's issue one. was so a great place to start. Uh, I think you'll really enjoy it. Boom's been putting out a lot of good quality material the last few months. Yeah, these guys are doing a good job. You know, we're spending more money, clearly. Clearly. <laughs> we're going to have to go on welfare. Wait a minute. <laughs> you have a question?
1: That <laughs> <laughs> was stretching yeah, hand up. Hello.
0: So what was your pick of the week then, Miguel? Hulk 5. <laughs> Hulk alive. <laughs> it's, it's really, really good. It's, it's the first uh, book that Jerry Dugan has done in the Hulk storyline. So definitely go and pick it up. It's a great start to this new arc. It's a different Hulk. Especially got shot in the head better like uh, <laughs> and then he turns into Hulk where he's actually survives and Hulk's kind of smart but he's still kind of hurt a little bit then he heals you know like Tony Stark fixes him and helps him out and now he's Doc Green and it's just, it's just man this is really good Yeah. and of course like you said there's some good one liners in there and like I told you earlier today there's some great one liners in books these weeks it's like freaking hilarious <laughs> so yeah so Hulk 5 was my pick of the week because it was just like awesome Yeah. so what was yours? Uh, for me Rise of the Magi number 3 uh, it's written by Mark Silvestri. It's an image book that came out not that long ago. It's about this, this world where magic exists, and it's a pretty common occurrence that people that live in that world have the ability to use magic. Well, the main character is this guy who's a carpet repair guy. He basically fixes carpets so they can fly around on them because that's their mode of transportation in this magic world. His brother is the captain of the guard, the royal guard, that protects this black sphere which is the source of all magic for all universes. Uh, there's an evil plan, this dark ma- mage guy, is trying to steal a piece of the black orb so he can gain essentially limitless power. Why is it gotta be black? <laughs> I don't know why the orb's black. It's <laughs> <laughs> a, a racist orb. <laughs> black orb. <laughs> so, anyways, he goes to the palace to visit his brother on the same day this attack place, takes place, and ends up. Through some weird circumstances, getting a hold of the piece of the black orb. Well, I remember the only reason he was able to do that because he did something with the froggy. Right, <laughs> He's using a, a magic frog which makes him invisible. Yeah. Whenever he licks it, and says magic.
1: <laughs> whenever he licks it, and says the magic words.
0: I wanted you to say it. I'm sorry. Lick the frog. Lick
1: the frog. So
0: yes. this is dirty
1: shit. <laughs> what are y'all talking about? So
0: he gets the piece of the the little piece of the black spear, and then to escape the the evil captain who's trying to steal it from him. He goes through this portal and ends up in our world. It's modern New York. And he bumps into this girl who kind of helps him, kind of befriends him. And issue three was just a continuation of the story to advance the plot a little bit. Teaches him how to steal. Uh, she's teaching him about the modern world, and he's being a, a kooky weirdo from another dimension. He hugged a tree. He, he hugs a tree. He's like, sad. he's like, this tree's really sad. It misses its family. I makes
1: me think of someone in particular. Oh, my gosh.
0: And, and there's just a lot of really funny interactions because he's not used to this world. You have to really pay attention because the frog has faces and does stuff, too, in the book. <laughs> it's pretty damn funny. The artwork's really good, too. Uh, I guess the artist's name is Samay Kesgin. I'm probably saying that wrong. Yeah, somewhere that guy's pissed <laughs> right now. <laughs> but uh, he, he's a really talented artist, so I don't think he's pissed. I'm telling him he's good. <laughs> I just <laughs> mispronounced the name. Uh, but, yeah, it's a really cool book. I know it's not Miguel's favorite just because it's a little too kooky being in the... The differences between the two worlds, but book three kind of won me back over. I'll give you the props; it it kind of pulled me back into it. So it's it's going to be more of an interesting read. I'm gonna look forward to reading now because now I really notice all the cookie crap going on, the frog, and the, the dude doing the crazy things, and I kind of notice it more so. We'll see what happens with Book Four. It's just a really fun book, I think. So if you enjoy fun, lighthearted, goofy stories, I think you'll really like it. Well, you got me reading Drumheller. I'm like, what the <laughs> hell? Do I have to be on acid to get this book? <laughs> Drumheller's another story. That book's just completely fucked up and awesome. But we'll talk more about that in a couple weeks when we have Alex Link on the show. Oh, nice! I'm pretty excited. Great, that's gonna be funny, <laughs> dude. What were you doing? <laughs> well, let's uh, let's. Do A little bit of self promotion here. Okay, I'm Miguel Garza. I'm beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> that kind of promotion? Are you really beautiful? You yes. told me earlier you were fuddling.
1: Wait, I thought he was bringing sexy back. I always
0: bring sexy back. He's bringing awkward back.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, no, no. He couldn't bring sexy back because he had the giant cookie. That's
0: right. <laughs> <laughs> you kiss my ass. <laughs> <laughs> I if you don't know that. what we're talking about, go look at some of our pictures from the Houston Con. The commentary is is pretty funny. I'm going to get you for that. <laughs> <laughs> Just let you know. <laughs> But if you enjoy the show and you want to support us, there's a few different ways you can do that. I enjoy the show. Uh, number one, you can go to audibletrial.com comical. Yes. And sign up for Audible. Basically, a you know, free 30-day trial, which includes one free download. If you don't like the book, you don't like the narrator or whatever, you can always exchange it and get a different title. Uh, if you decide you don't like the service, you have 30 days to cancel. If you do cancel, no big deal. We still get credit for it, which is awesome. Another way to support us is to go to tweakedaudio.com and buy some kick-ass headphones. They have seven different styles and seven different colors. that a style? Kick ass?
1: Sweet, dog. I wish it was.
0: <laughs> I, tot- I totally buy some kick ass headphones. I know, right? <laughs> I totally hit girl headphones, man. <laughs> I keep saying this every week, but they really are amazing headphones. The sound quality is superb. There's really good bass on them. They sound way better than my Sony's did. And the noise cancellation function is just spectacular. You don't hear anything. No, I love my headphones, man. I throw them in my bag as I go, don't pay attention to them. I open my bag and fear it's going to be a knot. <laughs> There's no knots there, brother. Put them back in your head and they work great. They're amazing. I can't hear you when you're talking to me. People keep, <laughs> what I was going to ask for? <laughs> people keep sneaking up to me, <laughs> me at work because the noise canceling is so good. I'm not used to that because with the Sonys, I, I can still hear people, even though those were supposedly noise canceling as well. Uh, but these are great headphones. Go to tweakedaudio.com and when you check out, use promo code COMICAL. And what you're going to get is a third off the cost of your order, plus free shipping anywhere worldwide. A third, good lord. That's a hell of a deal. Yeah, that's a hell of a deal. I got to buy some headphones for Christmas. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I got to buy the beat style ones, you know. Yeah, because I got a couple older kids that want some. So, so definitely do that. It supports the show. You'll enjoy the product, and can't really ask for much more than that. That's true. There's more ways to sponsor. Uh, there's another way to support us. You can go to our Patreon page, which is Patreon.com/comicalpodcast, and set up to donate per episode, or if you just want to donate directly. You can do that on our website. There's a direct link to donate through PayPal. Uh, if you do any of those, please send me an email to comicalpodcast at gmail.com and let me know, send you a receipt from your Audible download or send you a receipt from uh, Tweaked Audio. And we do have a bonus episode that came out last month, which is really funny. It's some of the funniest stuff we've done. Uh, and anybody that supports us in any way is going to get a copy of it. And just so you know, the money that we're getting from this support is not going to our pockets. It's not going towards our comics every week. What it's going towards is equipment and flyers and business cards and things like that that we can use to help promote the show when we go to these events. When we go to cons and stuff. So we really appreciate any kind of support we can get from anybody. And thank you to those who have helped us so far. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Sorry. I, it's just in my head. <laughs> it's a caffeine mask. Caffeine.
1: Caffeine. Weird.
0: I <laughs> said caffeine, not caffeine. <laughs> You're caffeine? No. No. <laughs> I can never say anything with you people. There goes Miguel. Nice. <laughs> Little throwback for you there. Yeah, I'll throw you back, all right.
1: Whoa. Is that
0: a euphemism? <laughs> you sick bastard. I don't want it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh, my gosh.
0: I'm transferred to a new podcast. <laughs> You're
1: transferring to
0: a new one? That's not how it works. Uh,
1: you can't transfer to another department.
0: <laughs> You're locked in for two years. <laughs> I signed no contract. <laughs> so, anyways. <laughs> what you got next, man? Let's talk some movie news. Oh, really? Yeah, I got a little bit of mo- movie news from today. Movie news? Yeah, did you? Mm-hmm. James Gunn, the director of Guardians of the Galaxy, okay, came out and said that Jason is not going to be Star-Lord's father in Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Really? Yes. How do you feel about that? I'm not sure how I feel about it. I mean, it's been canon for a while now. Uh, I like what a dick Jason is, and I'd love to see Star-Lord and the rest of the Guardians just stick it to him, but they have to bring an entire new race into the universe pretty quickly in order to make that happen, and it might be too hard for them to footnote Spartax. Yeah, so who who are they going to throw out there? I really don't know. Kevin Bacon. I I read that online, that that Kevin Bacon would be the perfect casting for for his dad. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) That'd be pretty funny, right? Yeah. Man. Kevin Bacon (laughs) might have the greatest hero ever. (laughs) (laughs) Cut loose. (laughs) (laughs) foot loose. (laughs) Exactly. Wow. That's interesting. I don't know how I feel about that myself. Yeah, it's kind of strange. I don't know who they're going to make into his father, but obviously the father's going to be a big part of the second movie, so... (laughs) Like I guess name. we'll just have to wait and see, but that's some news. <laughs> that's some <laughs> big news. Some more news. Okay. Uh, they announced that for sure there's going to be an Aquaman standalone movie. That's going to be one of the titles. Really? That they have previously announced. Is he going to play Black Mana. Right now they have two different writers working on two different scripts, and then they're going to pick whichever one they like the best and go with that. Okay. The first one is Will Beale, who wrote a Justice League movie prior to it being changed and then doing the Man of Steel movie first to introduce the new DC universe. Okay. The other possible writer is Kurt Johnstad, the guy who wrote 300 and 300 Rise of the Empire. <gasps> <laughs> so I'm sure you'll be happy with him, because he's going to put even Green in the movie as Mira. Are you just, yanking my... Oh.
1: I'm just fucking But I know you would like that. <laughs> That'd be awesome.
0: I'm already there. <laughs> I don't even like Aquaman, but i got to see this movie. <laughs> Are you going to say your line? Oh, my God, the boobs? There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Man. <laughs> uh, they also confirmed that Jason Momoa is going to play the role of Aquaman. Who's that? Khal Drogo from Game of Thrones. Really? Yeah. Really? hmm he's, consf- he's confirmed as Aquaman. Huh. there have been speculation about it for the last few months, but they finally confirmed it. So Aquaman's going to be a badass? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See, well, they can't do a movie about him and have him be like 1960s Batman, riding, man riding around on a seahorse. whatever, <laughs> <laughs> talking to tadpole and shit. Doesn't matter who he is, I still kick his ass. Aquaman, <laughs>
1: here's my tadpole sidekick.
0: <laughs> That's <laughs> right, and <Andrew>, master. <little> <laughs> well, well, you gonna talk about, my movie, Merman? I wish they would make a Merman movie. Russell oh. Crowe's gonna play me. <laughs> <laughs> How is that going to work they out? travel around the world. <laughs> <laughs> Making movies, singing songs, and fighting around the world. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> what else you got, man? Give us more uh, news. The last piece of movie news is that Marvel has apparently ordered an inhuman script from uh, Joe Robert Cole. Wow. Uh, that's kind of a big move for Marvel. I mean, I know Guardians was kind of the So we talking Medusa? Yeah, we're talking Black Bolt, Medusa. His dog going huh? to be the movie. Huh? His dog going to be the movie. Yeah, it probably would oh. I mean, have to be. He's a major part of the Inhumans mythology. Um, I think the Guardians was kind of a test to see if audiences would really come out and show their support for smaller teams and for lesser known Marvel properties. And you know, obviously everybody came out in full force for Guardians, which was great because now it opens up the door for so many other things. Like so, the mist maybe the mist is going to happen. Well, I don't think it's going to be inhumanity like it's going on now. Okay. where the population of earth turns into humans <laughs> but i think they're going to tell the story of black bolt and the the and mists and probably the origins of the humans on the moon and all that kind of black stuff Walt. i'd be there yeah i'd be there oh, i'd be there be. in a heartbeat i yeah, will see that <laughs> i would love to see an inhuman's movie i think that's pretty awesome i'll bring my tooting fork with me still on my hat. nice <laughs> <laughs> that's, so that's some big news that is some big news man look at you Go on there walter conker dig up the news that's the way it was (laughs) (laughs) what else you got man that's it for the movie news okay what else right now it's time for a segment called tell me a funny story oh you dirty bastard (laughs) (laughs) who's up it's you it is yeah you sure I'm sure. I think we, i we've been screwed here. <laughs> I don't think it was my turn. It's definitely your turn.
1: Not my turn.
0: <laughs> All right, people. I will take you back to a time when I was in high school. Oh, okay. snap. Oh, yes. Oh, snap it is. Don't worry. It's not one of them stories. 40 pounds lighter. Had another tooth. A little more hair. <laughs> did, he, did he just throw the tooth at me? Did that son of a... <laughs> Dirty bastard. <laughs> Well, let's that see here. A
1: little, Did you a little go little.
0: by Rico Suave? 40 pounds. <laughs> 40 pounds? What am I, 267?
1: Maybe 25
0: pounds. <laughs> it depends on when you catch me. Actually, this was my light stage. I was about 187 back then. So it was a lot more than 40 You were a
1: buck 87 there. Buck
0: 87, you know it. <laughs> nice. Buck 87 soaking wet. Woo! I was a buck 75. A, a hot man. That's what I was.
1: <laughs> a hot piece of man Hot, candy. hot Mexican. That's right. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I think it was my. Uh, I was a pretty smart kid. My freshman year, I was in accounting, and uh, don't ask me why the hell I was in accounting, but I was in accounting, <laughs> and so uh, we had those long tables. You know, back in the day, my school, small school, had long tables. You know, we didn't have desks in every classroom. This was a new classroom, so they had those long tables where people could sit up, like kind of like you have a, at a hall where you go eat barbecue or whatnot. So you have those little chairs, something like this, little blue chairs, you pull, and you know, and you scoot up and you're there and you have the table, you know, there's no sections, it's all room. Well, there's a little, little thing underneath the table that you can grab and pull yourself up. I used to do that all the time. Sit in my little chair, and rather than being lazy and scoot myself up like this, I just reach on the table, pull myself forward. So I used to sit at the end of the row, at the end of the table, and my teacher was a coach, he was a volleyball coach. And I said, and they're like, oh, you know, so I grab underneath the table and I, I put my hands in there, I'm like, and I went to pull myself, I'm like, what the hell is that? That felt really soft and nasty, so I leaned underneath the table and I'm like, ah, what the hell? Oh <laughs> my like, I said, Coach, Coach. Yes, Miguel. Coach, I gotta go wash my hands. Why? Because there's a damn bloody pad underneath the freaking desk. <laughs> it was stuck. Someone stuck it underneath the thing, and it was it was bloody. It was used. Yes, who sticks a pad the I got it on my hand. I went to the bathroom, scrubbing and scrubbing and scrubbing, like ah. Are you sure it wasn't chewing gum, dude? <laughs> it was a freaking pad. It was it was a pad. I don't
1: know if that's funny. I think that's pretty terrifying.
0: I think no, it was funny because everybody laughed at me because I pulled, I grabbed it when I pulled myself forward. And I, yeah, I did have a freaking meltdown. Did everybody call you Pad Fist for the rest of the year? No, because there was no dance <laughs> like that. But there was a lot of like, "Don't touch me with that hand." <laughs> I washed it sit with hot water and soap. A <laughs> gallon <Miguel laughs> hand. Oh God, it was disgusting. So after that, I always looked under the desk before I pulled myself <laughs> up. He's like forty-four years old, sitting down at McDonald's, looking underneath. There before he pulls himself up. Who does that? Sh- <laughs> oh my god it was like a horrible thing It's like oh wow a bloody pad I don't know and here's the thing it wasn't wasn't me don't look at me
1: (laughs) and it wasn't me it
0: was like it was who does that okay how do you have time to take it out and stick it in there is that a euphemism I. oh my god to this day it still kind of affects me a little bit cause I'm like it was just a shock (laughs) <laughs> I'm sure.
1: You were. I mean,
0: you know, being a hot oh, Mexican back in the day, <laughs> you know.
1: You were you were popular. Popular. I wouldn't
0: say I was popular, but I was. You no, know,
1: I You're was up, up there. there.
0: I was in. I wasn't the pecking order. Uh, I did my own thing, whatever. You know, had friends my own circle, but you know that kind of crap just kind of ruins you for a little bit. You're kind of like, ah. Oh.
1: <laughs> I understand. I my God. I had, a, I had a kid who sat in front of me. He was a heavier little boy. His name was Gene. He was Hispanic. And he farted all the time. And he blamed it on me. <laughs> it was awful. And I sat right behind him. It wasn't his fault. He was just gassy. He couldn't help <laughs> But, you know.
0: To this day, I don't know who put that pad there. And to be honest with you, I can't even tell you if it was a red marker or not. But it looked bloody and it was pretty damn disgusting and I was pretty much what the hell. I literally You jumped. still
1: look pretty shocked. You're I,
0: I pushed myself away from the table, jumped out of my chair, the chair fell down. I was going pretty much get yelled at the coach and I'm like you would have thought it was a spider. Yeah, I know.
1: I can't even talk, birds coming out. She says, go.
0: I ran out the door and literally ran down the hall towards the bathroom, literally busted my ass, turned in the corner, got in there and what? I could have gotten in trouble running in the hall. But I think my principal would have understood you that. break I, the in-case-of-emergency thing, take a ha- an axe and cut it
1: off.
0: <laughs> it was too late, man. It already got into the bloodstream. I was dead.
1: <laughs> you were zombiefied from somebody's oh bloody pen. Oh, God.
0: I don't even know. I don't even know who took it off. I don't know who reached in there and got it. It wasn't there when I came back. But I'm like... I hope the guy y'all touched it with some gloves or you had the janitor come get it with one of those little hook things where you pick with the hand claws or <laughs> one of those little dinosaur toys you know you grab the little thing and it, it closes his mouth and you use something like that to get it off <laughs> I wouldn't touch that crap ever again why would they use a dinosaur toy <laughs> I'm just saying I couldn't that's all you know I just tell you he's like mm, a little meat that's horrible aww <laughs> Oh, oh, oh. It was a little chewy. Oh, 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 oh. you sick bastards. <laughs>
1: uh,
0: <sighs> I told you, my funny story is borderline on the tragedy or the what the hell moments. <laughs> I'd say that's pretty
1: funny. Tragedy. Yeah.
0: Tragedy plus time equals comedy, right?
1: I, I guess you say so. <laughs> that's
0: what huh? Pat always says. So, as you can see, yeah, I'm still know. kind of affected a little bit by it because it was going you know, to happen when I was young. And I understand so that. I was kind of like, what in the world what is going on? So, needless to say, I don't grab any chair or anything like that ever again. I scoop myself up probably move the chair <laughs> and I sit down. <laughs> it's probably a good life lesson in there for <laughs> all our listeners. <laughs> <laughs> don't reach on the tables, you might get a bloody pad. That's nasty. God, I wish I found out who did that crap. I owe them an
1: ass. Were, were you going to expose them?
0: <laughs> oh yeah, I was. I owe them an ass whooping.
1: Well, were you going to give them a lesson in personal hygiene? <laughs> this thing right here comes out. You throw it in the garbage, <laughs> <laughs> you get a new one. <laughs> you don't stick it where it don't go. <laughs> don't stick it where it doesn't belong. Exactly.
0: Well, it sounds like your whole life you've wanted to give advice to people. You know. Oh Jesus. <laughs> like. You know, giving some advice to the girl who stuck the bloody pad underneath there. Maybe you can help out some of our listeners. Well, I don't know. You know, I do have a psychology <laughs> background. I am, you know, I am pretty brilliant at that, you know. Well, I don't want to talk to Miguel. I don't think Miguel knows anything. What? Miguel knows <laughs> everything. <laughs> I want to talk to Horst Cleese. Oh, oh. Horsiclees? Horst Cleese? Merman? No, Horst Because we have a new segment. And this segment is called Dear Lord Horst <sighs>
1: Hello,
0: everybody. <laughs> And basically what it is, is we're going to have our listeners write into the show asking for advice. It's going to be an advice column, just like any other newspaper or magazine would do. And uh, I've got a few here for uh, Horsticles to give his opinion on. Okay. So. Number one. Number one. Dear Lord Horsticles, my wife and I are in our 40s and happily married. My wife has always had problems taking criticism from authority and has never kept a job for more than two years. She recently decided that she wants a low-stress job, so she took a position at a fast-food restaurant. I don't particularly understand this decision, but I support what she wants. The problem is that I work at a big time advertising agency. All my coworkers, spouses, are lawyers, doctors, or accountants. When people inevitably ask what my wife does, the conversation gets extremely awkward. They usually think I'm joking, and it goes downhill from there. How should I fix this situation? (laughs) What was his name? Well, <laughs> I don't have a horse to clean his voice. I'm sorry. I'm trying to think of how Mr. Ed would talk. Wilbur. <laughs> My first question to uh, who was the writer? These are all anonymous. Oh, you can't give me a name? Nope. Dear ass anonymous. <laughs> <laughs> the first question I would ask, is she hot? If she is, then who gives a fuck? <laughs> I don't see how that's wrong If your wife is hot, she can do what the hell she wants to.
1: She has, is this have guy a...
0: fuck me? If she's fuggly, she can do what she wants to too. No, no. <laughs> if she's fugly, you kick her to the curb. <laughs> all right, oh. let's be
1: <laughs> okay. Well, horse displeased is all, and please is all about looks. So we know where he he lies.
0: Well, I think shut up. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's see here. Married man, successful. Wife was successful. Decided she didn't want stress and wanted a new job. He's embarrassed of her new job. Am I understanding this correctly? Yes. Do you love her? If you love her, then whatever she does is fine. But it does help that she's hot.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: you shouldn't be ashamed of your other significant. Excuse me, your significant other. No, whatever I shouldn't. she does. Even if they have a mick job. A what job? A muck job. A muck job. McDonald's. Mc- oh, I thought you said a mick job. So what are we getting races up in here? <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: an MC job. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter.
0: You love your wife. You understand? She's. Do you want her to have a heart attack? Do you want her dead? She's working the chances have gone up already. <laughs> Trust me, I know. I work there. I don't even know how to do this in the Horsicles voice. <laughs> I have no Horsicles voice. You caught me off guard. It comes down to love. Okay. If you don't love her, then I don't know. Maybe you could probably talk to her. Tell her, you know, why are you doing this? Maybe get a little bit different job within the company. You don't have to go so far, love. But it does matter if she's hot.
1: <laughs> she's gotta look good.
0: Alright, so my advice is you love her, keep her, don't worry about it. Work things out. Okay. If work it bothers it. you and you can't talk about her and she's not hot, then find a new one. <laughs> Alright. I know that's pretty crappy. Well, let's let's move on to the next letter. Okay. Dear Lord Horstocles. I work for a very large company, and our floor we all share a refrigerator in the kitchen. Over the course of several months, many of us have had our food taken sometimes directly from our lunch boxes. It's usually stuff like a sandwich, yogurt, chips, or cookies, but I've had my entire lunch a lot of times. Numerous emails have been sent and signs have been posted on the fridge, all to no avail. Then one of my coworkers caught the bandit in the act while the bandit had no idea she was being seen. The thief happens to not only be my coworker, but also a very good friend whom I spend a lot of time away from work with. She's a high-level financial executive and makes an excellent salary, so it's not like she's starving. We're all stunned. How should I handle this? Beat her ass. <laughs> you don't take another person's lunch. She doesn't know you know. You can do two things here. You can make a special sandwich with some <laughs> x or some kind of stuff and teach her ass not to touch her lunch ever again. But those kind of people, if they're stealing your lunch, they're going to steal your money and they're going to steal your life and your boyfriend. Hey,
1: You have a baby?
0: <laughs> you probably want to, yeah, it's time to cut ties. Expose that she's a thief. Get her out of there You're out of there, bitch <laughs> Get a new friend Horse tocles has spoken That's right <laughs> Treat not me like the mailman <laughs> If you don't know what he's talking about Go check out our website We've got the Horstocles comic up there There's a new t- episode every single week You don't ever touch a black man's lunch You're not a black man
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> My bad Let's move on Okay Dear Lord Cleese, I'm a 32-year-old system analyst With a fairly well-known company That's the first problem. (laughs) (laughs) One of the things that my company is well known for is their extensive screening process of new hire candidates. I used to believe that they did a good job weeding out the weirdos, but now I'm not so certain. This guy that sits next to me is in his mid-40s, very tall, balding, and extremely socially inept. For the last few months, whenever I have left my desk to go anywhere, he has often jumped up from his desk and followed me out of our section. At first, I thought it was just a strange coincidence, but it has started happening more frequently and gotten much creepier. Lately, he has been following me into the bathroom, and whenever I go in a stall, he takes the one right beside me. When he goes in there, he sits on the toilet and urinates like a woman. (laughs) I can't make this shit up. One time, I noticed him peeking over the top of the wall. I think he was trying to watch me use the bathroom. I always wait for him to leave before me, as I do not want to make eye contact or have awkward conversations in the men's room, or anywhere else. Help me, Lord (laughs) Horstocles. What should I do? What the hell, man? <laughs> just, just kick the fucking door open and give him a low two. Low two. <laughs> Maybe that'll help him. Too. Do you want to hold it? <laughs> do you get a good view? Look. Do you need me to shave it? <laughs> Piss over the wall. Shit. <laughs> Piss over the wall. It's raining men. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> the fling poo. Something. Fling poo? <laughs> just grab your pants right there. Reach back there and throw it. <laughs> Dude, seriously, I, I would have been like, what the hell are you looking at? <laughs> Keep your eyes on your own. Wait a minute. Was this a stall at the urinal? Uh, it says it, that you're looking over stall. the stall at him. Such so and shut doors. Yeah. <laughs> Poke his eyes out.
1: <laughs> <laughs> wait <laughs> eye. wait, wait, wait. <laughs> I want to I want <laughs> to understand. <laughs> <laughs> understand he didn't use proper bathroom etiquette either. He didn't leave a space in between. <laughs> Yeah,
0: that's the first fucking problem. Yeah. Did you tell him, is it a good view? <laughs> nice dick, right? <laughs> My mom's proud of it, too. <laughs> Maybe not. <laughs> I'm not so sure about that one. Somebody got to get stabbed. <laughs> With your dick, like. <laughs> No! He might like that. <laughs> looking at you, excuse me, looking at the caller while he's pissing. Why'd you call him a caller? <laughs> <laughs> well, whatever, the writer in her. <laughs>
1: Writer Did even
0: put his so name <laughs> Dear Mr. Asnonymous Throw shit at him Who the fuck looks at our mother man's penis when he's pissing
1: I think you should just ask him if he wants to drink from the fire hose <laughs> <laughs> ah, It's a rain and showers <laughs> That's nasty
0: <laughs> I don't know What the fuck is wrong with people What the fuck I picked this one because I knew you were going to be passionate about it Oh my god <laughs> You Just walk wherever the hell he, you leave the bathroom, he leaves the bathroom, follow him back to his desk, put it out right there. Here's a better look, motherfucker! <laughs> <laughs> I think I might get you fired. <laughs> <laughs> is it worth getting fired over? Next time, just tell him, hey, buddy, next time you want to hold it, just let me know. I'll let, I'll let you come in here and grab it for me. What the hell? That happened to Lord Horsicles. All my minions would have kicked that guy's ass. <laughs> I'd have commanded them to kill him. That's some, that's some bullshit there. Oh, let me peek over and see how big his dick is. Fucking weirdo. Maybe
1: he's comparing it to his.
0: No peeping. He was sitting wait a minute, wait a minute.
1: So he was pissing, sitting
0: down, then he stood up and looked at the guy. It says that, yeah. First of all, who who the fuck piss who the fuck sits down to piss in a men's room? Maybe he had to take a shit too. He was afraid if he pissed he was gonna fart and shit was gonna come out of his ass and was gonna drop on the floor. I don't know. It's fucking weird. I, I can understand. I guess I can see that because sometimes you'll go in there and you got you know you got to pee bad, but you probably feel like the shit is hanging in there, like it's right there at the cre- <laughs> It's right there at the ass, and you know it's going to creep out. It's going to turtle head itself, so you don't want to like piss and farting. And You're it. on the
1: verge. Why are you
0: making excuses for the guy? <laughs> I'm no excuses. I'm trying to. I'm trying to. I'm, I'm. I'm talking about the the pissing while sitting down. That's 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 a universal thing, because you know some dudes may go in there thinking, okay, I'm just going to piss, but you know they can feel it creeping. So they you know, shit, I don't want shit on my pants. So. Are you rubbing your nose? <laughs> <laughs> I, can, I can smell shit in here.
1: <laughs> Smelling a little shitty.
0: I know. Basically, so you don't want to drop shit in your pants. So you probably sit down and you piss and maybe you do drop a deuce after that. Or maybe you just throw a lot of gas and you are afraid you are going to shard yourself. I'm just saying. That's the only thing I can think of. Now, the whole looking over the top of the... This dude's that tall, he can look over the top of the rings? Apparently. What the hell?
1: Why is he that tall?
0: Why is he that stalkerish?
1: Pretty creep-up.
0: It's Mr. Wilson. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> hi ho neighbor. <laughs> Piss in the odds. <laughs> so, so uh, you know, I heard you making excuses for the guy, and I heard you making fun of him, but I didn't hear any advice. <laughs> <laughs> I told you. Fling poo. <laughs> Piss on him, shit on him, and tell him, did you get a good look? Here, I'll film a photo for you. Take a
1: freaking ch- ch- chair. <laughs> Take a picture and last longer. <laughs>
0: kick the damn door down and just beat his ass and when you're done piss on him and shit on him too that's the advice beat his ass is anyone else in there beat his ass in the men room beat the dick dog shit out of his mother beat, beat, beat the, the dick, dick. <laughs> beat the <laughs> <laughs> beat the crap out of this guy
1: beat the dick
0: out of <laughs> him whoa whoa you beat him so bad he winds up being going to the woman's restroom from here on out. That's what I'm talking about. Sounds like that's where he belongs. <laughs> Sitting down already. My minions would eviscerate this dude for me. It's ridiculous. This guy would be dead. I'd make a big ass scene in the bathroom because if there's anyone else in there or anyone else comes in, they know what kind of a weirdo he is. He'll never be able to show his fucking face again. He'll have to leave. Because he'd be so embarrassed because people will find out he's a dick looker. <laughs> dick looker? <laughs>
1: He's is that a, the
0: episode name? <laughs> no. of
1: a peeping Tom. He's a peeping son- Steve. Or something.
0: <laughs> no, I, I think the name of the episode is Dick Looker.
1: <laughs> That's
0: awesome. That's horrible. Dear Lord Horsicles, my fiancé has a bizarre, annoying habit. Anytime I say something, he'll pick one or two words out of the sentence and repeat them back to me as a sing-songy question. I'm going to the grocery store. Grocery store? Can I grab you anything from the Kitchen? Kitchen? It is even more ir- irritating than it sounds. I told him it's an annoying habit, but I truly think he can't help himself. Please don't parrot words back to me. It's annoying. Parrot? Ah! Any suggestions? I've tried ignoring him, and I've tried telling him to knock it off. I'm being driven out of my mind.
1: Mine? <laughs> <laughs> driven? <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> hell. <laughs>
0: I don't know where you're getting these these, (laughs) quotes. Where these people are coming from? Uh, Maybe you should get him checked out. Checked out. (laughs) He probably needs medication.
1: Medication. (laughs) Yes.
0: He has a soft set of Tourettes. (laughs)
1: Tourettes.
0: (laughs) Instead of cursing out, dropping out curse words as everything else. (laughs) Uh, That's a tough one. I'm not Doctor Horstecles. I'm just
1: (laughs) Horstecles. (laughs)
0: How long's <laughs> this has been going on? <laughs> that's, that's what you got. Starting him. Divorce? <laughs> That'll stop it. That'll stop shit right in the tracks. Shit. <laughs> that is pretty damn annoying, isn't it? I know. Yeah. <laughs> I'd stab you by now. That's not me. <laughs> I don't have that problem. Burn the house down. That's your answer, <laughs> Fire cleanses it all. It's <laughs> by fire. Fire. No, uh, I don't know. Does he have problems? I mean, I, okay, let's be serious. Just have a talk with your husband and tell him basically, hey, you know what? It really does bother me. Can you please stop?
1: Stop! Because <laughs> that's what he's going to do.
0: Yes, and if that doesn't work, then maybe she should do something just as annoying as him. They should sit there and it back and forth with each other? No. Hit him where it hurts. And the balls? Exactly. No more sex.
1: Balls? <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's what he's going to sound like when they turn blue, which he denies him. Lord Horstecles has spoken.
1: <laughs> She's probably already done that. All right. right,
0: all right. Well, let's move on to the next one. <laughs> Dear Lord Horsetocles, my husband and I enjoy entertaining friends and neighbors with dinners, cocktail parties, and other festive events throughout the year. We that f- sounds like a bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> We're friends with one other couple who we f- include frequently. They're bright, enjoyable people, but they don't know when to leave. We had one cocktail party scheduled from 5 to 8. Most people left by 8.30. A few stragglers stayed until 9.30, and this couple finally decided they should head home at midnight. They always stay at least a couple hours after all the other guests have gone. Is it ever appropriate to send them home? And if so, how should I do it? Thanks, Lord Horse Get the fuck out! (laughs) Go home! Dude, just start turning off lights. Don't get the picture. Turn off the lights and tell them we're going to bed. See you later. (laughs) <laughs> Bye. Bye, Felicia. Exactly. <laughs> Say it. Don't let the door hit an ass. Shit, let the dogs out. People just got to know. Wait a minute, fucker. I stay here late after hours. <laughs> and you don't ever tell me anything. You kind of give me that look. What oh, look? That look like a get the fuck out look. <laughs> oh, good. I thought you were misinterpreted.
1: <laughs> Wait. We don't just kick people out of our house. We're like nice people.
0: <laughs> yeah, you're like, uh. You, uh <laughs>
1: hey,
0: you look at the watch. Maybe they get the hint. They hit I the hint.
1: always offer and tell people to stay as long as they want, so whatever.
0: Just tell them uh, I gotta go put the kids to bed, see you goodnight, gotta go. People start getting hinted, you the party's over, or start seeing the party's over. <laughs> No man, just Just
1: start taking off your clothes and get naked. That'll get people out. Man, I
0: turn into a different kind of party. (laughs) Something you don't want, dude. Just tell people get, just like I said, get the f out. Bye, bye, Felicia. It's time for you to go home. Bye, Felicia. You ain't got to stop partying, but you ain't gonna party here no more. Get the hell out.
1: You can party on the lawn.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why do people do that crap. I don't know, man. Unbelievably, just bye, (laughs) just bye. But, hey, I gotta go take a massive shit. It was nice having you here. Y'all have fun. Good night. No, way you know I was like, good night. You wake up in the morning and they're still there. <laughs> People gonna die.
1: <laughs> you're gonna get shamed.
0: I know. If you're in my house in the morning and when you're supposed to be home, then you're free. It It's up. <laughs> you're, too, you're too subtle, man. <laughs> you gotta be more direct. <laughs> it's time to start chopping up kidneys and making chili. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> These people got to go.
1: Wait, we said murder was the murder wasn't allowed.
0: You are now on my property. Start cleaning shotgun. <laughs> <laughs>
1: is the <black> thing home. <laughs>
0: I'm going to heal you. <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, seriously, get the fuck out. Thank you for coming. Glad you enjoyed the time. We'll call you next time There's no one. You'll give subtle hints.
1: Although what you could do is if they stayed late, you could like threaten that they have to clean your clean up after.
0: People ain't gonna get that. These people are probably nasty to begin with. You gotta give the hints. It's probably the guy from the bathroom before. <laughs> give the hints. Give the hints. If the hints don't work, and you try everything, and you say, "Well, I gotta go to bed," you know, "I gotta go to work out." You drop those kind of hints. People ain't that stupid. If they are, they shouldn't be your friends. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Find new friends. Exactly. <laughs> that's Horstiklis's real advice. Get new Bye friends. New friends. <laughs> friends that know when it's time to go. <laughs> oh, it's getting late. Oh, thank you. You have a nice evening. Those are good friends. Fair enough. Or you want to be nasty. Hey, look, I'm about to go have relations with my wife. I don't need you here. <laughs> or maybe I do. <laughs> what maybe, the hell? Maybe it's that kind of party. Start pissing on them. <laughs> Throw some shit on them. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best way to get them out. Get out. <laughs> <laughs> if they're your friends, you want to be nice. Nice. <laughs> Drop the subtle hints. Subtle. So. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get the bug out. Get the fuck out! <laughs> Shut up, parrot. <laughs> <laughs> Dear Lord Horsicles. Please! <laughs> Generally, we leave reading material in our bathroom on a shelf above the toilet because oh, wow. all three of the people living in my home enjoy reading while going. <laughs> However, we have a disagreement about whether this reading material, usually a book or two and a few magazines, should be removed before bathro- from the bathroom before guests arrive. I say some people probably think it's unsanitary to have reading material in the bathroom or guests just don't want to think about their hosts going or maybe they don't want to see our reading material. (laughs) My husband says that there's nothing offensive or gross about leaving the reading material there when we have company. Personally, I wish everyone kept some kind of reading material in the bathroom because when I'm visiting friends or family, I find it impossible to go without something to read. And I'm too embarrassed to be seen carrying a book into their bathroom. What should I do? Why? (laughs) There's no reading in the bathroom. You I go so in there, You go in there, you drop it, you go. First of all, if but you're a But ma- sometimes
1: you want to read.
0: You want to read while you're smelling your own feces? Does your own smell not get to you?
1: I don't think it really matters. I drop
0: it like it's hot and then get out of there. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Whoa.
0: I mean, if you have stomach issues and you go in there and you're... you're well, that's
1: different. You're I mean, laying you're, the pipe. But if you're just a like a sitting on your... <laughs>
0: that means something else, man. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're dropping logs.
1: Yeah, but if, if, okay, if you have, like, serious, like, bathroom issues and your stomach's, like, fucked up, that's different. Because you can't, you have to focus on what you're doing, right? But if you're, like, just in there chilling and, you know, you're relaxed. There's no chilling in the bowl. <laughs> sometimes there is chilling in the bowl. You you have breakfast in there, too? <laughs> I don't know, I mean, but shit, some people like to relax when they're in the bathroom. It's like a, it's like a peaceful space.
0: Relax. Don't do it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Let your poop just come out.
0: I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I have no... No, 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 no. There should be... Uh, it, this is very common. Many white males and white females in today's world have reading material in Why, well, the they world. gotta be white? <laughs> I don't do that shit. <laughs> there's reading material in there right now. Who's not? Yeah, I guarantee you. Who's not? No, no, there is. No, there's not. <laughs> <laughs> there's absolutely nothing in my bag. I just put something in there. <laughs> <laughs> You're not ashamed. Don't take my book in there, bitches. <laughs> No, there's nothing. I'm messing with you people. What do you mean you people? (laughs) The people sitting here with me. (laughs) I don't think there's any time that there should be reading material, but I guess if you're going to go in there for a while and you got the constipation, I could see you taking something in there. It's your bathroom. Let's just put it that way. It's your house. If you want to have books in there, well, so be it, damn it. If you want to have freaking puzzles in there so you can do it while you're taking a crap, so be it. How do you do a puzzle? Take like a crap. Yeah, maybe you got a little table in there. You pull up and you. I'm just saying. Okay, that's
1: a little too much. You got to scale it back a little bit.
0: I, mean, I know people who had certain type of magazines in the bathroom, and you know, I'm just saying, you know, they're doing a little two things at once.
1: Okay. Well, that's different. That's
0: nasty. <laughs> what crocheting?
1: I like to crochet. <laughs> crochet.
0: I don't understand why, but no, I mean no, 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 no. Thank you. No, thank you. <laughs> no, thank you. There's no reason to smell your poop for that long. Poop! Because <laughs> it stinks, and you don't need to be in there. Stank! <laughs> Wipe well, be ass and go? Yeah, I agree. I go in there, drop my pants, do what I got to do, pull my pants back up, leave. <laughs> Weird to have still, that discussion. Is the guy still standing poop? there looking at you? <laughs> no, I wait for him to leave and then I go out and I wash my hands and then I go. <laughs> Nothing to read. Well, I think that's it for this week's edition. <laughs> Thank God. Of Dear Lord Horsetocles. weirdos. If you would like Horsicles to give you some advice, feel free to write in to comicalpodcast at gmail.com. I'm taking the week off. My friend Merman's <laughs> going to take over. That's right. This week I'll be answering all the questions. it will be dear Merman, you bastards. And if you think this is a terrible bit, Merman will have answers. You can let us know that as well. Why are you ignoring me? Because you only got one answer. Fuck (laughs) Aquaman. Oh, that's true. (laughs) Not in that way. (laughs) What's next, brother? Well, next uh, we wanted to wish a uh, real quick birthday to the friend of the show, Mr. Steve Orlando. The great Steve Orlando. The great Steve Orlando. If you have not been reading Undertow yet, I believe the first volume of the series is coming out in trade paperback. Not next week, but the week after So -hmm. make sure you pick that up if you haven't gotten a chance to read it yet It's a cool, cool series If you listen to the show for a while, you know that it's made our top two many, many times Oh yes Uh, It's a great book, Steve's a great guy So happy birthday, brother That's right, happy birthday
1: Happy birthday, Steve And and you know, he was in New York doing a signing last week Over this past weekend So I hope that went well for him Yeah,
0: I know, he was like, can you guys come over? (laughs) (laughs) We'll be up there for New York Comic Con next year, hopefully I think my man was trying to sing yeah, it's trying. <laughs> uh, where's Beastman at? Happy birthday, Steve! Stay cool, man. And, Keep it
1: classy. Uh, classy.
0: <laughs> we have we have a little bit of news about ourselves as well. Really? Uh, I'm blowing up. We got in, We got invited to attend the Amazing Houston Con as press, It's something we weren't sure about. I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty excited for this. Yeah.
1: Uh, pretty awesome.
0: The list of people that is coming. Is pretty exciting uh, Just a few You can't say that on the radio
1: <laughs> How do you know that?
0: You got cameras on them? Yeah Oh <laughs> I thought you put them up there No they're not I got like in the most recent comic No
1: nice.
0: <laughs> You Stealing their toothpaste and shit Whoa. <laughs> So uh, the list of people that's coming is, is just really exciting uh, Just a few Jim Lee is going to be there Oh yeah uh, Rob Liefeld Nice I'm really excited Rob Michael's going to be there. I know a lot of people aren't big fans of his, but, man, I'm, I'm a huge Deadpool guy. I'm going to get my new Mutant 98 signed, at least one of them, maybe two, maybe three. I don't know. <laughs>
1: maybe a hundred.
0: Definitely going to Are I you going to do any work him? during this? Oh, <laughs> yeah.
1: We're,
0: we're definitely going to do Sounds like you're going to be standing in lines. Len Wein and Herb Shrimpy are going to be there, the guys that created Wolverine. Okay. That's He's, pretty cool. That guy's going to die. <laughs> Next month's the end of Wolverine for six months. <laughs> uh, I know you're excited. Chad Harden's going to be there. He's the artist for the Harley Quinn book that's going on right now. I won't I'll be go. doing any work. <laughs> <laughs> and there's a lot of others. I mean, it's basically going to be a comic book convention. There's only going to be comic book creators there, artists, writers, stuff like that. Cosplayers. I'm sure there will be cosplayers and panels and stuff as well. But you know, it's not a media event. It's a comic book event, which is something Houston desperately needs. And I'm really, really excited to go. I think Merman won't be there for this one, right? I think Lord Horsicles is coming to Lord this. Lord Horsicles should be at this one. So make sure you're following us on Facebook and Twitter. Uh, it's facebook.com slash comical podcast. And on Twitter, I am at comical podcast. Miguel's at comical podcast two. And Heather's at comical podcast three.
1: Hell yeah, follow me the most.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we'll be posting pictures of uh, Lower Horsedocles taking pictures at the Amazing Houston Con with his minions. And if you want to check out the site, it's amazinghoustoncomiccon.com. Ah. So go check that out. See who's coming. If you live in Houston, you should definitely try to attend because there's a lot of really badass creators going to be there. Hmm. Will they be wearing his robes? That's entirely up to you, man. <laughs> you got going to go buy some robes? Nice. <laughs> I got this churchy robe. <laughs> that's pretty much all we got for today. Uh, just want to r- remind people that you can support the show by going to TweetAudio.com using pr- promo code COMICAL. You can go to AudibleTrial.com slash COMICAL. Mm-hmm. Or you can donate directly through our PayPal site. Uh, if you do that, you get the bonus episode. Please go on iTunes and leave us five-star reviews. Do the same thing on Stitcher. We really appreciate it. We're trying to get those numbers up. Do it. Yeah, do it now. <laughs> <laughs> right want to remind everybody, I know we mentioned this last week, but it didn't actually happen. It will be happening next week. Josh Williamson, the writer of Nailbiter, is going to be on the show. Yes! I'm really excited about that. Freaking awesome! Uh, I'm, I'm a big fan of his work. I can't wait to ask him what the hell's wrong with it. <laughs> <laughs> I think we'll have a lot to talk about. I'm probably going to be... Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I can't wait to ask questions. And don't forget, if you want some advice from Lord Horstocles, please write into comicalpodcast at gmail.com. I want to take normal people's problems. <laughs> I don't know where these came from. What is from, a normal
1: man? people problem? That's what I want to know. I
0: stubbed my toe today. What should I do?
1: <laughs> Cut it off. <laughs> <laughs> Put a bandage on it.
0: <laughs> man, nail-biter guy. Yeah. Man, that's pretty sweet. Yeah, I know. I'm pretty excited. Wow. It's pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. And that's it for this week, guys. So thanks for listening. We appreciate it. Now keep on laughing, bitches. <laughs> 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 that's, that's the intro, man.
1: <laughs> <laughs>